0: When despair for the world grows in me, and I waken the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water And I feel above me the day blind stars waiting for their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free.
1: That's really nice.
0: That was by Wendell Berry. It's called The Peace of Wild Things. Beautiful. Beautiful. Welcome to Poetry to Your Rears podcast, with me, your host, Tom, and
1: and Lulu,
0: resident poet, Lulu, and this is the first episode of our podcast, we've been waiting a while to do this, we tried to to do it once before, but uh, there was a bit of a problem with uh, coughing, coughing fits and this kind of thing during the season.
1: You know, autumn. <laughs> but we're very excited to be here now.
0: Yeah. You feeling better? Yes. Okay, great. Um, so, this show, talk a bit about this show, Lulu. What, what did you hope to achieve with this show? Where did you come up with the idea for it?
1: Um, so, I write poetry of my own just about everything, kind of what's in my mind, what's on my mind, and I was hoping with this podcast to kind of share the poetry, get more in depth into um, the themes of the poems and have a bit of a platform to talk about them, and then I was excited to do it with you Tom, Um, so we're a couple for context. Um, because you've always had some great insight into my poetry and I feel really comfortable Mm. talking with you. So I hope and I think it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) Great, that sounds like a good introduction to me. Um, You want to start with one of your poems?
1: Uh, Yeah. So the poems I'm going to read today is um, a poem that I wrote for the COP26. It was a competition organized by Sussex University and we had to make a one-minute film and I was really interested uh, to do this. So it wasn't about poetry first, it was about making a film because I'm a student in media practice for development and social change. And I thought, what can I add to the conversation about climate change? Um, and A poetry was a good idea, you know. It's a unique perspective. It works in one minute, so I wrote this poem, and it turned out to be quite good.
0: What's the poem called?
1: It's called um, "A Land That Was Once Free." Mm. Just let me grab my phone. So I used to write on paper, but now I'm just writing on my screen. Mm, Seems
0: (laughs) to be a technique that works.
1: Yeah, it works fine. It's spontaneous, you know. I mm. don't have to sit down. I can just write in the toilet, in the train, whenever, whenever it works. On the toilet. On uh, yeah, not not <laughs> in. Um, for information I'm French, so some words may sound funny or <laughs> <I> may <laughs> I may make some weird sentences. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a land that was once free. We are scared, anxious, angry, of our houses destroyed because of the sea level rising. No fish in the water, only plastic. That ugly commodity killed creatures more beautiful than we will ever be. There were orange, blue and even neon green, but we only see in black and white. Collapse means falling without flight. Sequoias are wrapped in tin foil, we shed tears with hands in broken earth. No one can share the grief like the earth can. We are scared, anxious, angry to be brought up in a world where every dream is deadly. We are asked what job we want to do when the future is nothing but poverty. Jobs that pay are the most useless and we kill the back of those who hold the spine of our society. We are told to thrive in an upside-down world when gravity always pulls our feet down to the ground. We are scared, anxious, angry when some of us can't afford to live on a land that was once free. We are scared, anxious, angry to barely survive in a dying world for a dream. That wasn't even ours
0: that's great, thank you where did um ha, where did you come up with the idea for this um this refrain uh, scared, anxious, angry, the way you kind of repeat it?
1: yeah, so I wanted to write a collective poem about how people around me, how young people feel about climate change, so I asked people around me. Uh, my friends, my classmates, how you know how they feel about climate change, and a lot of the answers were, you know, I'm scared, I'm mm. anxious, I'm angry, mm. uh, I don't know what to do. These kind of answers. So I, I wanted really wanted to reflect this, and it just worked out as a kind of refrain, you know.
0: Mm. And that, that what I just have a question. What's uh, what's the quiz?
1: is it's a type of tree. So, ah. In fact, I had a friend, she wrote her own poem, because mm-hmm. uh, she writes poetry as well, and she's a play writer, playwright. Mm-hmm. So she wrote her own poem, it was beautiful, and I was kind of, um, I lost my balance in a way, I didn't know how t- what to do with it, and I ended up uh, just putting a couple of verses from her poetry into mine so she's from canada and um there's a lot of sequoias in canada and that's why she talks about um her her line is collapse means falling without flight Mm, sequoias are wrapped in tin foil we shed tears with hands in broken earth no one can share the grief like the earth can and i think she made a lot of um She had a lot of thoughts about Indigenous people and how they relate to the earth, Mm. you know. I think that was kind of her theme and pipelines and the fight around this. Um, She actually wrote Canada but I kind of removed this so it would be a bit more universal. But yeah, it's it's really a collective poetry, you know.
0: And how long did it take you to write this? put it together 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes so is, <laughs> it, is it do you usually put your poetry together so quick
1: oh yeah i'm really bad at editing and i think most of my work comes in the process i just have to be in the right mindset and when i'm there i just have to go or if i lose it it's gone you know it's kind of like ah, a libido yeah. it just has to be there and then it's there and and do then do you do it you goes.
0: edit the words straight after um,
1: yeah, I read it and I read it out loud and then I kind of delete like the N and, uh, and the D, you know, because when I write it's very kind of how I think. Mm. And so I'm kind of oh. making a bit, um, making it lighter. And then see the rhythm. And so I read it maybe a couple of times just after I write it.
0: Out loud to kind of yeah. hear how it sounds.
1: And then I did it lightly after... But never too much because if I come back after, I just feel like it's another poem. It uh, it just has to reflect how I feel on the moment. Yeah. And even if it's not perfect, it's how I feel. And then, if I want to edit it, I just write another poem. <laughs> right. And I just improve, you know. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have done done it like this. And then I don't do it like this for the next one.
0: And um, what what are your influences in poetry writing? Would you say? Um what kind of inspires you? Uh,
1: my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that's inside that um I I can't figure out. It's my way of figuring out. It's really psychological. Um I started writing poetry when I was fourteen and I had a lot of my mind. Um I didn't know who I was, I didn't um know what was going on, you know, it's a very strange time and I was just trying to figure it out, and I think it's just, till now, my way of figuring out life. (laughs) Mm. So it's very personal, and I try to reflect collective thinking in it as well, because um, I think a lot about society and politics and these kind of things, and um, when you start to be politically minded, there's a lot of injustice, that I feel, and I think expressing it through poetry is a great way of getting it out. Um, so yeah, it's kind of you know, what's on my mind.
0: Hmm. <laughs> and you were we were watching Eight Mile the other day, the Eminem film. Yeah. And uh, you were telling me that you felt really inspired after after watching it, like immediately during the the end credits. As soon as the end credits were rolling, you were you were tapping away on your phone, writing something or other. <laughs> what happened there?
1: Yeah, I sound frenetic when it <laughs> when you say it like this. So I think Ainmai was kind of um a step stone in my poetry in terms of reading it out. So before I always wrote it, it was for text, it was for paper, it was from you know, from me to myself, and then I would share it to someone else, kinda, you wanna you wanna read it? But I would really, rarely read it out to someone else, and I think you know, um, I'm, I'm I don't listen to a lot of rap, so it's not my natural influence. But when we watched Eight Mile, I just realized that rap is really about poetry that you say out, uh, say out loud, you know. And I was really impressed. I'm really impressed by the fact that people make it up. Um, you know.
0: Did the something about the rhythm?
1: Yeah, yeah the rhythm I was going to go to this. So I think it was it, it made me chan- uh, made me think differently about poetry thinking really you want to have a rhythm there, you know? It's not just about the content. It's also about how it flows. And um I play music as well, so it, rhythm has always been something important to me. But I'm just putting it together and I think since you know the couple poems I wrote since then are way more rhythmic, and they flow way better when I read them out loud. And it's the first time I really read them out loud, and I I just love this. You know, I just love it to express it through my voice, and to have a rhythm is kind of like music. You know, it's just it's kind of merging the mediums together. So it's a really nice journey to go through.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. It seems to really have <coughs> turbocharged your your writing recently. Yeah. Would, you, would you say you're writing more?
1: Recently? Um, not really because I'm not having so many crazy emotions that I have to figure out, but I have more opportunities to read poetry or write poetry for. So being in the university, mm-hmm. there's so many like art magazines you know, that you can submit your art to, some open mics and stuff like this, and I want to take the opportunity to write poetry, so it kind of forces me to write on themes, you know, and it's different. It's not just um, for me, it's for other people. It's a new challenge and I like
0: it. Mm. And you're t- you're talking about 8 Mile and the influence of hip-hop in your poetry. Um, reminds me of uh, you know, the poet uh, Kay Tempest now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, they they used to go by the name Kate Tempest, but recently, they uh, came out as non-binary, mm. and um, I've been I've been following them for a while, and um, I think you hadn't you hadn't heard of them before, and then just by coincidence the other day I, w- I wanted to kind of surprise you on the podcast with th- with this poem, uh-huh. um, but you you kind of heard about them coincidentally from someone who made a comment on.
1: Yeah, th- it's a crazy the film, was it? It's a it's okay. a really funny stories story. You know, it happens sometimes that you hear about one person mm. for different from different people at one specific time. So after I read uh or we screened my video for the Cop twenty six, there's someone who came and talked to me, um well, who emailed me and said, Oh, it really reminds me of Kate Tempest mm. And I thought, who who are they? You know, I I don't know Kate Tempest, and I had a look, mm-hmm. and I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I saw on the desk that it was the book you bought. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's
0: called Hold Hold Your Own. Yeah. The, co- the collection of poems.
1: And then in that evening, I just um, consumed so much content of them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna uh in deciding to pick a poem to to read out to analyze with you mm-hmm. um actually strangely enough the one that i wanted to pick it's it's actually a song
1: mm.
0: and it's by it's, it's like a collaboration with a band called the comet is coming who are kind of like a jazz like a modern jazz okay. uh, band and um it's called the song's called blood of the past and it just really struck me really stayed in my mind i mean from when i heard it it just really stayed in my mind the words and it's actually the the way that i discovered uh k tempest mm-hmm. in the first place um
1: from this song specifically yeah yeah oh
0: nice so blood of the past All the many corpses begin to speak. What ignorance is cannot be argued over anymore. It is too late for pleading white picket dreams. Print you off, the shrimps. The world is shrinking, rooted in a trivial concern, in interconnectedness, in the need to make face and keep up and drown out the many voices within. Imagine a culture that has at its root A more soulful connection to land and to loved ones. But I can hear the lie before you speak. There is nothing but progress to eat. And we are so fat and so hungry. And the black wrists are cuffed in the pig van. While the white shirt and tie in the tube car. Distractional picture. Pictures of beer and guilt about urges. Sexual distrust and abandon to nothingness. Give me something I can nail myself to. Give me a sharply dressed talking head who has something about them that I trust and despise. And what of it anyway? These windows don't open. They were designed to stay closed. Shower, smoothie, coffee, commute. Check the internet. Never stop, never stop. There is a scar on the soul of the world and it needs you to look. The blood of the past is here, it remains. The blood of the murders, the bodies like sacks, leaking brain, all stacked, chester back on the plains, it remains to acknowledge without guilt, to accept without condition, and to listen when other people tell you how you have behaved. Truth is, it's for us to feel and be moved But I hear the clatter of bone against steel. It is coming. It will not be stilled. It is there. In the air, scorched white, the reflection of sunlight on glass bouncing back into sunlight. And glass bouncing back, industrialized. Denial. Business as usual. So roll your eyes, shake your head, turn away, and call me names. I'm okay with that. Too proud. Unable to listen, we keep speaking, moted by blood. Unable to notice ourselves, unable to stop, and unwilling to learn. Wow. And it, it's really that was that was written in. I have to find the <laughs> to find the year later but you c- it's just, it really, it, it stayed in my mind. It really says something powerful about the current times we live in, mm. I especially think the climate in this.
1: I think they're really good at just doing a picture of our society and the mindset we are in, in a very short...
0: It's from 2019, so oh. it's quite recent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I see it as the lack of meaning in our society. Kind of, why why are we doing what we're doing, and why are we struggling to do it? Mm. You know, it's really tough times. Uh, you know,
0: and I mean, you've you, you've never you've never heard that poem before. It's the first time you've heard it. Yeah, but there's something similar between your Mm. (laughs) poem and this one?
1: I was thinking that. I was like, the land, the black and white, what's going on? How come that's my inspiration when I didn't know about it? (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) it's kind of of like a desperate frustration Mm. in both
1: poems. Mm. Yeah, I I really see it as the world is upside down, what are we doing, you know, what? No when we're in this and we cannot um, get out of society, we're part of the society we're in, and it's really hard to see the escape because you don't want to isolate yourself either, you know, many solutions or alternatives you see, they, people want to do their own society and I just think we need to be in this together but it's really hard to have your feet grounded when you're upside down, because <laughs> you <laughs> fall on your head.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I think the line, you know, we're 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 so fat and so hungry, mm. and it's it's like a yeah it really sums it up.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the challenges of being informed about what's going on in the world and different countries and, you know, you study development, I'm studying development and kind of seeing all the different issues that are in the world and compare it to some of what we're talking about in our society, you know, in Western Europe. And um, seeing that some billionaires are going to the moon when there's no water elsewhere, it's really hard to cope. Because it just feels like we're in a world that is not united, and it's really hard to make sense of it.
0: What do you? One of the one of the lines in the the poem, song, spoken word that that stands out to me that's kind of kind of jarring, is where it says "distractional picture," and it's a strange use of distraction, mm. distractional. Uh, what
1: can you I think, I put it in context
0: um, <clears throat> it says while the white shirt and tie in the tube car distractional picture Says, 'But um, says but I hear the lie before you speak there is nothing but progress to eat and we are so fat and so hungry and the black wrists are cuffed in the pig van while the white shirt and tie in the tube car. Distractional picture.
1: That's so nice. I I think that this part, this bit is my favourite bit. Because you also see, you know, black and white and the injustice.
0: But I think it's, to me, anyway, I think it's this term, distractional picture, I think it's hinting at, you know, we're kind of distracting ourselves while there is this massive uh, crisis, crises actually you know these different yeah but particularly of course the climate crisis
1: yeah it's
0: just an interesting phrase to me you know distraction of nature uh, I mean unique
1: yeah I mean we are saying that we live in a society of entertainment you know with uh, Netflix and Disney and video games and you know all these and just um It's not to criticize these things in particular, but just to say that a lot of there's a lot of value in the economy in distracting people, in being entertaining. You know, a lot of YouTube is entertainers, and that's where they make the money from is by entertaining people. You can say things, but it has to be entertaining. And sometimes you want to (laughs) be. boring and talk about serious things because that's the basis of what we need I don't know if I'm making a lot of sense but yeah I see the image
0: <laughs> that um, <coughs> that poem so that poem again was by K Tempest K A E Tempest and it's called uh, Blood of the Past I believe what does that mean, the title to you, Blood of the Past? Um. <coughs>
1: it's,
0: quite, it's rather challenging after just hearing a poem for the first time to, yeah, uh, I to comment on it. It's kind of part of the challenge of this podcast, I think, to to get those raw reactions, you know, those raw emotions. I think it's Yeah, what
1: I, what I like about this podcast is very... There's a lot of images uh, about this. What mm-hmm. I like about this poem is that there's very. a lot of images, you know, and Blood of the Past... I, I I really relate to it. It's kind of like we just understand that it's bloody, but that's not our blood. It's the blood from the people from mm. from before, but this blood is still there, and we have to clean it up. You know, it, we we have to clean up the blood, and you see people pouring more blood on it, and you think, do they not see the blood? You know, and I think they just see the blood as oxygen or <laughs> earth. I don't know. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, some... So being... Exemplate about literal,
0: literal blood or metaphorical Yeah,
1: blood? Met- metaphorical blood, you know. it's mm. Being young people, we kind of have a fresh eye on society and have still ideals, but I think when you baked in it for a really long time, you kind of take it for granted, you don't see what to change, mm. and you you just start being numb I think I really mm. like this word numb because it explains a lot of the state we're in when we see injustice. Is there so much of it? We Not feel perfect. like we have no power. So you think that it's blood, but you don't see anything else but blood. So you just think it's just earth, you know, it's just the natural state of the world. And you need to s- take a step back and realize no, it's, it's bloody and we need to clean it up because we can't keep living on a bloody earth it's not possible
0: and so hopefully we'll be checking more of uh case work yeah. going forward it's,
1: uh, it's a great discovery yeah. for the first podcast
0: um so yeah what is so what's your thought about this podcast in general like what do we hope to do going forward what what are our dreams for the podcast? I know you mentioned that you wanted to have some poets or local poets amateur poets come yeah. on and talk about their work and maybe feature their work and interrogate them
1: yeah I mean <laughs> I think that's a good idea you know sharing poetry yeah. and what, what we can say through poetry mm-hmm. and it's not that boring dead thing from Shakespeare and <laughs> Baudelaire, and even Mm. though it can be beautiful, it is a medium through which we can say a lot of things about our world today, and we can appropriate it and say it with our own words. It doesn't have to rhyme, it doesn't have to be Mm. these specific rhythms, you know, we just break free from all the codes that I've learned Mm. and that we've learned, you know, and just express ourselves, and I think it's just a, a platform to talk about what's important to us. So yeah. today it's the climate because it's a very important subject, and uh, we're saying it as the COP26 is closing tomorrow.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know it's been all over the it's news. Been on,
0: it's been on our mind. So yeah. I thought it was apt to feature it as the first episode.
1: And I think next week we're going to talk about feminism or sexual harassment is our theme. I think mainly, yeah. Um, we're gonna try and have lighter themes as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna find yeah
0: different ways to approach poetry, keep it interesting.
1: Yeah. I really yeah. hope um yeah. you who's listening to this podcast now you've enjoyed this conversation so far and that you're looking forward to more talks from mm. Tom and Lulu.
0: <laughs> and uh thank you for listening. And this is uh, you've been listening to poetry to your ears podcast.
1: Poetry to your ears podcast
0: with Tom and.